The spell is broken. And just like that, the spell is broken. My ride, standing on the back of a whale, has come to a close. As it swims near the shore, I step off into the surf, not minding the bracing cold as long as my feet are on the ground. To be moved by a force you can't estimate but are certain is carrying you so effortlessly is a humbling experience. This might be the first time I didn't lead the waltz, letting a man take me to the dance floor and steer me where he wanted me to go. And to my ability, I followed where he led, not giving pointers or notes or how, on how he must step. And he twirled me a few times too many, and the room spun, and I felt nauseous and disoriented. But it was still a dance I'm proud of, because it was different this time. Being led is something I can let God do on a good day. But by a man, not a chance. So how to be an accessory piece of a man's plan for me, how to let myself follow without losing myself entirely. Such was the balance I wanted to strike, and I did. So thank you, John, for this dance. To date and inhabit the allowing feminine principle, to be my leading lady, is to be malleable enough liquid enough to be poured into the vessel of another, feeling its walls and intimately covering every inch of its interior. To be contained within someone and held so firmly you don't leak out is an embrace I'm unfamiliar with but desperately want to try on. So if you start pouring yourself and you spill out into this man's arms, but he is a demitas, and your spirit is a grande. You hardly get any capacity before he's full of you, and you've still got a whole lot of gravity behind you, like the momentum behind a big sticky glob of honey you can't put back in its jar once it's out past the rim. And so if that happens, you must stop pouring yourself as quickly as you can and turn away, politely declining, saying you just don't have much of an appetite and you stand up and excuse yourself from the meal. And to do all of that without telling the man how to handle you, to just see what his instinct tells him to do, all the while listening keenly to your own, and heeding the first or maybe second warning bell, which would have you asking for the check so you can make your exit. To do all that gracefully without being brutish and maintaining your ladylike stature and softness is a special lace frills feeling, like when you twirl and your skirt flies around out around you in a pretty way. And so, as luck would have it, I saw yesterday, with the help of my women folk, who watch my aerial acrobatics with a little fear in their eyes at the heights at which I'm flying, 
and they offer a steady hand, pointing out a foothold here and there, helping me down from my rooftop parkour. I am so grateful for these friends, who are like trusted tugboats, nudging me a little left or right, so I don't crash into the pier, or take out the pilings as I navigate the drawbridge. In their eyes, I was able to see myself and what I was doing. Looking for treasure under every rock, excavating a riverbed and holding up the tiny specks of light I could see in a man, each one a triumphant discovery. But that's the optimizer in me, the light finder, panning for gold and always knowing you'll find something worthwhile. But maybe rummaging around in a mystery box with 300 items and pulling out two nice things and focusing on those, maybe I can find a better place to be searching for gold. All those hours didn't feel worth it now, except for the awareness which is weighing down my pockets, like a kid who goes to the beach and finds 100 amazing, 100 rocks that are amazing and she needs to bring them all home. Being able to see the light in another and basking in it doesn't mean they are my best partner for dancing. So many other skills and sweet stuff go into a fitting pairing. I think I'm getting better at knowing when it's time to decline the next dance and let my gaze widen across the whole ballroom to see who might be the next one to catch my eye. As it happens, in a sunny morning twist of fate, a burly poet writes that my heart for rent sign imparted sincerity and hopefulness and was truly touching, he said. So of course I've Google stalked him. A live wire of a man living off the grid, writing poetry at his desk in the sun just like me. He has the arms of a man who needs to keep chopping firewood for his survival. What an unfortunate side effect of his lifestyle. So of course I've shared a poem and have only checked three times in the last hour for a reply. I'm playing it super cool.